0: It's really valuable to attempt to read the entire Bible in a given year. Uh, We talked about that last time. Uh, But we also need to go deep in particular passages, too, uh, which leads to today's question from Mark in New Brunswick, Canada. Dear Pastor John, I've just finished reading your latest book, Reading the Bible Supernaturally. And while I found it delightful and challenging in some respects, in other respects I found it overwhelming Some of the deeper methods you mention in the book, like sentence diagramming and arcing, seem to be very time-consuming, and I'm wondering how to incorporate some of these into my already very busy life. Working as an office professional for over 50 hours per week, plus having a family, uh, plus being involved in various leadership functions within my local church, I wonder about my time constraints. And do you ever just read the Bible devotionally without getting into all the sentence diagramming and digging and arcing you mentioned in the book? Is there a more common approach you take in your daily devotional reading each morning?
1: The answer is yes. Yes, I do read the Bible devotionally like that. I think I understand what you mean, like that, every day without getting into the actual diagramming and arcing on paper or online, although— Once you've done enough analyzing of that sort over the decades, it happens fairly automatically in your head. And yes, there is a way that I approach the Scriptures daily in this more devotional fashion. In fact, there's a five-minute video over at DesiringGod.org called Aptat, a strategy for daily Bible Reading. I just saw it yesterday, and so it'll be there probably whenever you listen to this. And all you have to do is type in to the search uh, APTAT, A P T A T, a strategy for daily Bible reading. So I'm not going to go into those details again here. What I think will be more helpful here is to paint a biblical picture that might inspire a kind of radical engagement with the Bible for the purposes of radical living for Christ. You know, my goal in writing that book and in everything I've ever done with regard to the Bible, my goal is not to produce a lot of Bible nerds, but a a kind of Christian or a kind of Christian's <laughs> who are so deep and unshakable in their convictions about eternal reality that they are not blown over by the winds of trouble and don't simply float you know mindlessly along conforming to the currents of contemporary culture, but use the Bible to become like oak trees. That's one image you might use from Psalm 1, like strong trees planted by streams of of water that stand in the the winds of adversity and and give shade to people and bless people. Or another image would be one of my favorites, like uh, not like jellyfish floating in the (laughs) currents of culture, but like dolphins who cut their own path against the current and actually reach people who are stranded in in need those are my goals a kind of radical risk-taking sacrificial loving countercultural people who make Christ look magnificent in this world because they find so much joy in him and have broken free from the selfishness that is so endemic to all of us and to this world that that kind of christian living in that kind of crazy countercultural uncomfortable way of serving the glory of christ is not going to come into being by mere natural casual ordinary encounters with the bible something radically different has to happen in the presence of the Bible for this person to come into being and to be sustained for 60 or 70 years of spiritual warfare. So I'm I'm not looking for a way to say that the pathway into the precious and powerful riches of christ isn't easy pathways I'm, I'm not trying to make it easy for anybody it's just not going to do any good if we only take the easy way there's a roaring lion supernatural roaring lion at every turn in this pathway and his aim is to keep you from finding the glories of christ in the scriptures so here's the picture i want to i want to create not the picture of the tree standing the winds the winds of adversity, and not the picture of the dolphin cutting through the currents of culture. I love those pictures, but here's the biblical picture that I want to create to to inspire proverbs two three to six, my son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding. Yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, and here comes, if you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Or Psalm 1910, more to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold or psalm one nineteen seventy two the law of the Lord uh, is better than thousands of gold and silver pieces, or verse 20, 127, Your commandments are above gold above fine gold. so here's the picture. Suppose you discovered that a thousand years ago your backyard was a burial-ground for the greatest treasures of that bygone world, huge chests of gold and silver are very likely buried not too far beneath the surface in your backyard. And your city has laws on the books that says anything discovered in property that you own is your property. And after a week's little poking around and exploration, you had begun to find incredibly valuable treasures. Treasures that could put all your kids through college and treasures that could get you out of debt and treasures that could make you a benefactor of a hundred worthy causes. Treasures worth hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars like gold and fine gold. Would would you say Well I'm busy? Got a lot to do. I doubt it. It really does come down to a matter of how desperate we are to get rich with true riches the riches of Christ and the wealth of his glory and his wisdom and his power for living the kind of radical Christian life this world so desperately needs. So my very practical suggestion is this. Find a slot. I'm just talking one now, not seven. Find a slot in your week, perhaps Saturday morning, early, before you have to do a lot of stuff with the kids or work in the yard, Saturday morning early, or Sunday afternoon, or Sunday evening on the Lord's Day, uh, where you do, once a week, some serious digging in God's backyard. But then, on most mornings, you just give yourself to a more devotional kind of meditation on the Word. It's never the one or the other. Never. It's always both and. In proportion to our our gifts and the situation we have in life and the burden and calling we feel by the Holy Spirit, to be a strong, uncompromising, compassionate, persevering, sacrificial, risk-taking, loving kind of Christian requires two kinds of encounter with the gold and the silver of God's Word. One kind of encounter involves sweat, dirty hands, aching back from all the digging in the backyard, and the other kind, just as important, is more tender when you're holding the gold piece. And wiping it off carefully, blowing the dirt off of it and finding it to be a thousand years old and worth thousands of dollars. And you're lifting it up to the light and you're tilting it back and forth. And you're saying, wow, amazing, beautiful, glorious, awesome. And your heart is feeling zeal and joy and contentment and eagerness over the beauty of this gold you just found. That that meditative, affectionate, Tender moment is just as important as all the backyard digging. Both of these are utterly important. And, And Mark, I will pray with you and all of us that God will show you, show me, the kind of combined tough study and tender cherishing that we're going to need to be the kind of Christians that this world so badly needs.
0: Yeah, amen. Thank you, Pastor John, for helping us carve out time to study Scripture in depth in the midst of the bustle of daily living. I really appreciate that perspective and uh, for the way you explain Bible study and its preciousness and what it should be to us. And thank you for listening and making the podcast part of your week. You can subscribe to our audio feeds and search our past episodes in our archive. You can reach us by email with a question of your own, even questions that relate to how to how to study the Bible deeply in the middle of a busy life. You can do all that through our online home at desiringgod.org forward slash askpastorjohn. I am your host, Tony Ranke, and we will see you back here on Friday.